Episode number 60 of the Average Man Podcast, Heartless, Big 6-0. So, it's, uh, it's February, February the 2nd. How's that, mate? February the 2nd, 2020. So we're, we're doing the damn thing in the, 20th, in the 20th century, in the 21st century, in the 20s. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, and I'm coming at you live from the bedroom this Sunday, the vegetarian average man, vegetarian pescatarian really, 
pescatarian. I've been eating fucking fish. So, and um, yeah, man, it's been. I've had a mixed. I've had some mixed feelings, emotions about not eating meat. Um, I, like I love meat, and and I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it for any sort of moral um, reasons, even though I would like to one day get out of the factory farming industry altogether and, and supply my own meat, but really just doing it for myself, a bit of an experiment, see how I feel, um, see what it's like not eating meat, because I've never, ever done it. Um, and as I say, pescatarian, really, I've eaten I've eaten fish a couple of times, and I've eaten prawn a couple of times, so a little bit of seafood um, going on. But, yeah, man, pretty, um, yeah, really haven't been feeling that different. Like a lot more fiber in my diet, so I'm feeling pretty good that way. Regular, <laughs> I guess you'd say. But um, energy levels have been pretty consistent. I'm losing weight. Like um, I don't look like it. I think because I've been eating a lot more pastas and rice and bread and shit like that to help fill me up. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was weighed myself at the gym the other day. I was in the change room and I'm down to like 72, 72 kilos. I haven't weighed seventy two kilos as an adult ever. I normally sit around 74, 75, 76, somewhere around there. Depends what sort of shape I'm in. Um, you know, 78, 79 is kind of me putting on muscle, getting bigger. Um, and then, yeah, when I'm really lean, I'm normally around 73 to 74. But, yeah, I was at 72 kilos the other day, um, which is pretty pretty wild. So I guess I am losing – probably it's probably muscle, to be honest. Probably losing muscle mass. Um, which kind of looks like as well. I feel a little bit like that, so maybe I need to up the protein intake. But I'm feeling strong. I'm still feeling strong at the gym, and um, I've, I've had better, better consistency in my energy than I did at the end of last year. But still not great. Not where I want it to be. So you know, maybe that's just something about being 36. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's like as you get older. But I do see people in their 40s who seem to have pretty good energy levels. So I'm, I'm figuring it's it's something I can figure out. But um. As far as muscle mass goes, like I've got a different training regime I'm doing at the moment as well. I'm doing, I'm doing. I think I mentioned uh, a couple of podcasts ago, um, Pavel Tatsalini's um, program, which is called Simple and Sinister. It's a kettlebell program, and it's exactly as described: simple and sinister. So the basic core to this whole program is two two exercises, two movements. Um, done sort of <clears throat> for time and for a specific weight and it's a kettlebell swing 10 times 10 so 100 kettlebell swings 10 sets of 10 and then 10 sets of one Turkish get up so 10, 10, 10 Turkish get ups um, you know and it's it's really going to be a slow burn like um, I've been adding some extra exercises on the end of it like some cardio been hitting the bag at the gym and did a few just some um, heavy bench press the other day just to try and get some of the other muscles firing and see where my strength is at with it with with exercises that I that I know how to gauge myself on but um it's going to be basically a slow burn because I've, I've got to build up to a certain weight um the whole idea of this this simple and sinister workout is that you start easy you've got to own those weights before you move up so um well some of it's I would say it's easy at the moment I'm getting a good workout from what I feel it afterwards you know and, and um feel myself my strength building for sure but it's it's definitely not it's it is easy at the moment which is the way you're supposed to start on it so i have to wait till all movements are easy all the way through and then i can start stacking the weight in between and, and, and moving up to to get to um the specified weight so basically the specified weight um oh, i'm gonna forget now off the top of my head i think the specified weight for the kettlebell swing and the turkish get up would be the same weight. i think it's 32 kilos so i'm on a 20 bell 
20 kilogram dumbbell for my kettlebell swing at the moment and on a 16 for the Turkish get up so I have to wait till the Turkish get up is at 20 for the whole 10 sets before I start moving up in weight for, for the swing and the, and the get up and, that, and the idea is to over the next six months build up till the fact where yeah I'm doing the kettlebell swing I think you got oh, there's a time frame I need to ch- double check there's a time frame in which you do those 100 kettlebell swings at 30, 32 kilos and then you need to do the, t- the 10 Turkish get ups at 32 kilo as well so it's kind of like as I said where I'm at now it's, it's, it's sort of easy for me um and I'm putting some exercises at the at the end of that to help with my cardio and burn some fat and shit like that and just keep me interested. But yeah, getting up to 32 kilos is, is going to be a lot of work. So I know that the workouts are going to get harder. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to push myself and keep consistent with it to get up to that because 32 kilogram dumbbell swing kettlebell swing sorry um, for for 100 that's I mean that's that's a pretty um, hectic task as it is, I can you know I can see myself doing that. But the get ups, the, te- the the ten Turkish get ups with thirty two ke- two kilogram dumb uh, kettlebell is going to be going to be pretty hard. I'm tripping over all the words here, the, kilo- the kilograms and the kettlebells and the dumbbell swings and the, the uh, so we'll move on anyway. But yeah, that's that's my um, training regime regime I'm doing at the moment and um, yeah, as I said, vegetarian at the moment and there's like a few different reasons I'm doing that uh, the the different workout and the and the vegetarian diet like i'm just trying to get the most out of my body man it's, it's been a few years now probably three years since i felt really energetic um when when my boy was young you know back in about 2015 2016 and even into 2017 but i started to drop off around then i i, I felt really good like most of the time i felt really good a lot of energy um i my workouts were high intensity i was loving getting up and going to the gym i was at this point where I was so had so much energy I, I'd go down to the park with my boy my daughter wasn't born yet or she was very young I'd go down to the park with my boy and my wife and I'd walk through and every time I saw any bar that was overhead height I'd be jumping up doing um doing chin-ups and I'd be doing push-ups in the park and sit-ups we'd go on holidays I'd be doing dips and push-ups and squats in my in my hotel room and just because I felt good I felt energized I felt like exercising all the time um, and now I'm, I'm still doing my workouts and I'm still keeping myself in pretty good shape. I do have a, a, a chin-up bar at home. I sometimes do chin-ups off, but it's, I don't feel the same. I don't feel that energy, man, um, and that motivation and drive to just always be exercising and, and doing something physical. So, like, I want to get back there. What am I doing? I want to figure out what it is I'm doing or what I'm not doing or, or what I can fix or change to, to get my energy levels back up, you know? So, um I'm positive, like I got a good mental attitude, I'm motivated, I've got a good positive vibe, you know, um, mentally, so I just want to get my my energy levels to match me again, you know what I mean, I don't want to be old, feeling old at 36, man, uh, so yeah, just changing up a, a few things to see what I can do to fix that, um, and yeah, the diet was what, the first one, so I'm, I'm, I'm about three weeks into it now, I'm going for a full two months, so till, um, till second week of March, I'll be eating vegetarian or pescatarian really, um. Yeah, and, and just see. That's I think that's a pretty good timeline. Two months, give myself a full two months, and see how I'm feeling at the end of that. Uh, and then we got a barley holiday, and um, March twenty first, I'm heading away. So that week before I go, 
I'll be dipping into the meat. And the reason I, I want to break diet before we go to, to Bali is because I don't want to break diet after not eating red meat or chicken for two months and then go to Bali and have my first seven meat over there. It's going to be like shitty, <laughs> shitty barley meat. So the idea would be to break break diet a week before we go and I can start going to get some big fat juicy steaks and pork steaks and some chops and chicken and all that kind of shit from the from the tender spot uh, uh, butcher over in south and then I can cook up some real good meat that whole week and just load up on it and hopefully yeah I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that week but hopefully just be loving it uh, and then I'm also considering when we get back from Bali, considering pretty heavily at the moment, um, trying out this carnivore diet. So one extreme to the other. See what works. See if I get more energy, more muscle mass, more um, benefits out of the carnivore diet. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know what the carnivore diet is, it is exactly what it sounds like. You just eat meat. That's all they eat. There's a bunch of dudes doing it. Um, I guess it is the latest fad diet. There's no way around that. That's definitely true. But there's some legitimate people out there who are doing this diet, who've tried this diet, people who I respect, whose opinion I respect, and who are smart, educated people who swear by it, which gives me at least... um, uh, gives me pause to think about it and go, man, maybe there is something about this diet I should check out. So I'm going to... I'm considering it. I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to do it yet. Um, I'll tell you the reason why. But the reason, the, the the benefits they reckon that people are getting from this carnivore diet is they, it, it's helping, which I don't have, but helps people with um, like mental issues, like de- depression. So there's possibly something you're eating in a normal standard diet that's um, messing with your brain chemistry, uh, you know, or, or the, the, you're getting more serotonin from just eating this meat-based diet. Um, people with autoimmune deficiencies or autoimmune um, you know, issues are definitely having some dramatic effects, positive effects from the carnivore diet because really, effectively, it's just an elimination diet. You're cutting out all other uh, foods except meat. So any additives, sugar, uh, heaps of carbs, there's like toxins that you get in vegetables you know, that they create, that they produce themselves. All that's cut out and you're just eating meat, meat and eggs really and drinking water so um this you know it's an elimination diet people are having some positive effects from that as well apparently apparently energy levels are far higher for people who are on this diet and consistent there's not ups and downs no dips and valleys it's just you get a good um strong level of of energy i'm always very uh, skeptical when i hear that uh apparently better brain function but brain clarity so um and yeah people with like irritable bowel syndromes and other digestive problems are having a lot of um like apparently you'll shit yourself basically flat out for the first two weeks you'll be just yeah having diarrhea explosive diarrhea even which i'm doesn't really attract me to it too much but then apparently once that settles down your body gets used to running a different fuel system and processing it people are getting a lot of benefits with their digestion and stuff as well so i don't know man i'm looking deeply at it at the moment as a, as a, something to consider for just one month i wouldn't do it for two i'd do it for one month and just again man you can read about things and you can hear all the information the science on it and the anecdotal evidence and hear people's stories and and what they think it does for them and other people can refute that and blah 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 which is what i've heard and had with the vegetarian diet but until you do it for yourself you don't know how you feel so i don't know this could be a year of experimenting for me um you know yeah try try the meat diet which would effectively also be something i've wanted i've wanted to do for a while which would be cutting out dairy for, for at least a month and seeing how that goes with all my 
energy levels and just everything. Seeing if cutting out dairy is something that's positive for me. The big problem with the carnivore diet, I'll tell you about as I have a sip of my gin and tonic, is that you can't drink any alcohol on it because alcohol's you know from grains and wine from fruit and there's you know wheat and hops and shit in beer and stuff like that so effectively you'd be you're not eating just meat if you start drinking alcohol and there's sugar in it as well a lot of sugar so they say that alcohol is a big no-no and I don't know man how keen I am to not drink for a month really I'm, I'm keen to mess around my diet but I like having a drink I don't have a problem with alcohol I've always you know enjoyed a casual drink so it's kind of like fuck do I really want to lay off the piss which is my decompressor at the end of a big day have a beer or a wine when the kids go to bed and just sort of ah, relax and go to sleep you know have a sit back and have a drink and a chat with my wife at night time I go out and have a beer with the boys on a Friday afternoon go to a barbecue have a few beers that kind of shit do I really want to give that up uh, I don't know it'll come down to how much how seriously I want to take this whole um, experimentation with my diet my health this year so we will see perhaps after spending a week in Bali and drinking heaps of piss and all that kind of shit and eating all rich different foods perhaps I will come back and think you know what fuck I'm, I'm ready for a month off the piss um, so we'll see we'll see that's the one reason I'm not committing it to, to it right now I don't know if I want to not drink for a whole, a whole bloody month I'm not I've never been that keen on that idea but um I don't know, man. I've got the Bali trip coming up, as I said. We're staying at the Padma, um, which I absolutely love. We stayed there in 2015 when my boy was about 18 months old. We went with uh, my in-laws, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, the, my, my, uh, Emma's parents, um, so and my two nephews were there as well. And we had, had just had a rad time, man. Such a sick hotel. They've got a um, massive big pool. Like I said, they've got several pools. They've got a massive big sort of family pool with a swim-up bar and there's like a little waterfall section, that shallow pool up the top for kids and shit. And then you kind of, it's a little bit long meandering pool that goes around the resort and there's some bridges that go over it and shit for people walking to and from their rooms and stuff. Um, so you kind of got your own little zone when you're in that pool. And then next to it, there's a kid's pool with some slides and water fountains and shit like that. So the kids can have a ball over there playing on that as well. And then there's an adults pool out near the front of the rest of the hotel, sort of near the, near the restaurant, near the, the ocean side of the hotel. And then there's a an adults only pool up the top at the sky bar. So yeah, one, two, three, four, four pools all up. And um, kids club, got a good kids club apparently. Nice rooms, nice, big, decent sized, modern and, and well looked after rooms in a good spot in Legging that we like to be at. You know, I can go for a surf across the road at Legging Beach. We can walk around to the Y Sports Bar and a bunch of other little spots for lunch and shit like that during the day. And then not too far to jump in a taxi and go out for somewhere for, for nice uh, meals at night. So man, I'm pretty pretty buddy pumped about that. And it's directly across the road from the, uh, the Mandira. Um, the Mandira is where we stayed this time, well, March last year when, when we went over, which was a really nice hotel as well. The pool there was amazing. The restaurants were really nice. The Azul uh, Tiki bar at the front was is really nice as well. But the rooms there were pretty shitty. So we ended up getting a family room, which is on the second or third floor. No balcony. So basically all four of us stuck in one room. Um, and the, the window overlooks like the edge of the hotel, so like some brick wall and shit. 
And it was pretty lame, man. And we kind of felt cooped up in there, especially with no balcony or anything to get out um, of. So we upgraded our room to one of their suites, which cost an arm and a leg. Uh, it was down the bottom floor of the hotel. And yeah, as I said, it cost an arm and a leg, but it was a really, really nice room. But yeah, the, you got to pay for it. At the Mandira, to get a half-decent room, you really got to pay an arm and a leg. Whereas at the Padma, all the rooms are pretty good. So as long as you get one that fits you in it, uh, you know, you're still paying a fair bit of money. It's still, sort of, I think it's 2900 for the seven nights. That's for four of us, though. Two two beds in the one room kind of deal. But they're, they're nice rooms, man. So I'm pretty lo- I'm really looking forward to getting back there. And I did have a great, great time at that hotel when we went a few years back. So, yeah, man. Keen, keen for that. Keen for Bali. Always keen for Bali, man. How good's Bali? We're also going over there um, over Nyepi Day, which we've been there for Nyepi Day before. And anyone who knows about Bali and who's been there that time of year, it's basically one of their big ceremonies. And they shut the whole island down for, for the whole day. So you've got to stay in your resort. You can't leave the resort. The restaurants and, and pubs and all that kind of shit will all be shut for the day. You can buy alcohol in your resort, but you can't. You sort of can't buy alcohol anywhere else around town. You can't even go out and go down to the local 7-Eleven or whatever. They'll all be shut. So it's a massive big sort of public holiday, but it's a ceremony in um, in Bali. Um, that's the middle of the week for us. So that's all, that's all cool, man, when you're at a, a hotel like um, the Padma anyway. Because we'll just hang out by the pool all day and, yeah, kick, kick back with the kids and have a float and a swim and a drink and watch some movies and be a nice, good, chilled-out day in the, in the middle of the week. Um, yeah, I'm also getting some dent, dental work done over there, eh? I, I, I went down to the dentist here a couple of weeks ago and I think I, I think I had a bit of a rant about the dentist the other day saying that they're fucking, like, they would have been working in torture chambers in the dungeons of castles and shit back in the 1600s, those bricks. And, and basically they told me I need some more, more work done, I need a... a cram on one of my teeth and if I don't get it done soon it's going to end up being another root canal which I don't want to get done so I've got a hold of a dentist in Samanyak in Bali um, what are they called Sunshine Sunrise Sunrise Dental or something like that which a lot of people on Bali Bogans um, have recommended and yeah and, and basically I can get all the work done for like 500 bucks two fillings and a, and a crown on, on a separate tooth which was going to be about $3,000 worth of work here in Headland. So, fuck my private health insurance. Fuck going local. I'm going to get my teeth fixed in motherfucking Bali. I'm not super stoked about going to the dentist for two separate visits while I'm over there on holiday. Um, you know, but it is what it is, mate. I'm going to save two and a half grand or some shit. So, I'll bite the bullet and just get that done uh, while we're over there. So, that's happening. That's going down. And... Yeah, man, and it's pretty much when we go on 21st of of March, so kind of, what's that, four, five, six, seven weeks away. Pretty pumped about that one. Um, what else have we got going on? I think this week's going to be just more of a recap, catch-up sort of uh, episode. Uh, consistency is my big goal for this year, so even if I don't have a whole lot specifically to bring up and talk about of a week I'll just do a smaller shorter little episode like this from home I'm going to be getting more guests back on this year I've got a lineup of guests I need to start organising that they're only just on paper at the moment so I need to start talking to people and getting people back on the podcast and um, yeah get get a, a bunch of good guests lined up this year I had some great guests last year I had some really good chats 
Um, so this year I want to just build on that. I want to make sure I get one of those friggin' the um, artists for the Northwest Fest on here this year. I don't want to miss out. I'm going to do everything in my power to to get somebody on here for that. Uh, and yeah, I got a few goals to hit for the for the podcast this year. You know, I need to get a website going, which means I need a new. Um, I need to upgrade my uh, podcast uh, host, which would be I'm using Anchor at the moment. I need to up, upgrade, I think, to Transistor, and you get a website with that as well. With a website, I can then start looking to get some sponsorship from from some businesses in town. That was on the goal list for last year. It didn't happen. I've done a bit more uh, homework on that so far and built up a bit more of a, um, a support group around town. I think you know more listeners, uh, more experience. And I have more confidence and I'm ready to go hit up some businesses once I get that website up and running and really start yeah, hitting people up for some money for some sponsorship, man. I think that this will be the third year coming into now. I think it's you know going to be, I think that's a reasonable ask. So, um, yeah, that's, that's on the list. Uh, I also want to look at learning how to, the equipment and everything set up and set up that I need to get to start filming episodes, especially ones that are... Um, that are interviews, so we'll have filmed interviews um, that will go on YouTube as well. That's to have done by the end of this year. It's not something I'm looking at getting done in the first part of the year, but by the end of the year, I want to be filming episodes as well, putting them on in, on, on um, YouTube, um, which means I'm going to need a, a consistent podcast space. Uh, there's a few options of people I want to speak to around town, but the big, the big one for me uh, that I really like the idea of and I think it's probably going to be the winner is to get an old caravan an old caravan that is roadworthy or doesn't have a lot of work to be to, to, to become roadworthy um, and then just modify the inside get rid of some of the beds put a table in there sound, a bit of soundproofing um, do, do the inside of it up like a bit of a man cave and basically turn it into a, my mobile pod, podcast studio so I can go out, I can take it on the road and meet people I can take it out to some of the local events we have in town like your markets and stalls and shit go down there set the podcast set the, the caravan up and a little bench out the front and, and meet some people and yeah i can have people come around and do interviews in the podcast in the in the caravan either at my property or meet them up at the, the local you know at the, the lookout point here over in port or something like that you know and have obviously an aircon and shit in it so i can do it uh, all year round and um i won't be a slave to the the lack of the podcast space, so that's a big one, and I think that again, that, that getting a um, a caravan is going to be a really good way to to, to nail uh, that goal, man. And, and then you look at getting some artwork done on the outside of the caravan by a lo- by a local artist, man, a local young young artist in town. Um, give them some ideas and get them to, to do some work artwork on the outside of it, so it really stands out and just be a, a really original, um, personal podcast space. I think that's a great idea. I could work out something like that for you know the next five years. So that's on the list as well, man. Um, yeah, and also I want to do some fundra- fundraising this year. So probably uh, the biggest idea I have at the moment would be in the form of selling some some merch, probably just stubby holders to start with, and then just donating all profits to a local charity in town that I that I um that I choose. I'll look into it and decide what what's what cause I, I want to support first off and. Um, that's something I'll probably get happening in the next couple of months. Will get happening in the next couple of months, and then just finding a good spot to sell the merch. So I've got some people I need to speak to about that as well. Um, but yeah, man, that's a few few of the ideas I got I got going for this year. Um, yeah, I also need to get a system which I'll probably just end up. I'll probably end up teeing up with Brad Hold from from PCC Productions when I need to do podcasts with multiple guests because I've I've had some. 
mixed results lately doing it with the setup that I've got. Uh, I definitely have a podcast that we want to do with Nikki and Gloria, or Gloria, sorry, more probably Gloria, um, uh, Jacobs, uh, the old who, who's the the ex owner of Home Hardware, and I had on on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, end of last year, about um, getting some people from council and around town and the, one of the police, head police officers and, and people like that on and talking about like the alcohol restrictions and a few other issues around town so it's going to be kind of a panel setup so I need probably about six microphones and um, that's something I'm not equipped to do but I do need to get myself to a point again by the end of the year where I can at least interview two people at once uh, and I can't do that with the current setup I've got not with a good not with good audio quality so that's up for um, that's up on my my list of goals for the year as well uh and while i'm at it i'm probably i need to get a good amp and a set of speakers because oh yeah i bought the the old record player home from my dad's house over the christmas break we've had that since i mean he's had it since the 70s maybe the 60s at least the 70s probably late 60s yeah and um he's got some great records as well i left him with like the 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 beatles white album which is a you know like a collector's item and took a few of his other um, albums, The Doors, the Simon and Garfunkel. Um, uh, um, what else do you guys do? Simon and Garfunkel. Um, I'm trying to think now, off the top of my head, he had some great old records there. I bought, I bought back with me. So I bought, I bought about eight or ten old records with me and I'm going to start building up my own collection as well and, and I'm just really looking forward to listening to music in its physical form like that again and getting my kids interested in that as well I just we, we kind of kick around and listen to music on a Sunday morning or a Saturday afternoon or a Saturday a Sunday evening even at home as it is it's all just digital which is fine but that added element of of having the kids sit around grabbing a record out choose a record kids what do you want to listen to flick through the crate choose a record out grab it and you look at it look at the cover you put the record on you pull the the stylus over and drop the needle down um you know they hear that crackle the song starts and you're looking at the artwork and the song names and everything on the actual cover of the record player like that whole ritual that goes with listening to to vinyl I got to experience as a kid because because we had that, we we had this record player set up at home. My parents had a pretty good record collection, and me and my sister were really into it. And I, I literally literally remember sitting on the floor in the lounge room. And we had a cabinet for our record player and everything, just sitting there and looking, flicking through records and putting different tracks on. And me and my sister listening to the songs, and you know, it's a good musical education. But there's just something um, really tactile about it when you can touch touch it like that. There's the extra sensory. Um, components just enrich the whole experience man and I think that's something that you know people are definitely going back to we know that this is happening people are going back to digital music like that uh, analog music like that sorry away from the digital and it's something I definitely want to get my kids to experience because there's something super super special about that man so I'm looking forward to getting that happening as well um, over the next few few months man apart from that man you know um yeah, I, I got the tinny back yesterday from, from the yard at work, so that's going to get out possibly next weekend if the, the weather holds up for us and get a bit of diving in. I need to get my spear gun, the rubbers and everything changed over and back up to date and get in the water and get a bit, bit of experience diving again this year because it's something I've left by the wayside over the last few years, um, something I love doing, so that needs to happen as well. Um, 
yeah, I just feel a little bit like coming out of a cocoon this year, you know, like feel my old hobbies and things I love I've left by the wayside over the last few years with young kids and being busy and stressed and all that kind of shit. I'm starting to pick up the ball with those things again and I'm getting excited about it, man, really am. Uh, you've got UFC 247 coming up next week, which will be Jones versus Rays. Now, anyone who's a UFC fan knows John Jones. John Jones is virtually undefeated. I mean, he's got one loss on his record, but it was a disqualification in a fight where he was kicking this dude's ass, smashing his head open with fucking elbows, and he got done with an illegal punch from the top, and they called it a, a disqualification. But he's undefeated, man. No one's ever beat him. He's had a couple of, like, literally a couple, two close fights in his whole career. Everybody else, he's just smoked. And in both the fights that were close, he had rematches and knocked the dudes out. Um, I'm actually not a fan of John Jones. He's, he's a piece of shit, to be honest. Not a good dude. Real cocky, um, very fake. Um, yeah, but just a phenomenal fighter. And, you know, when it comes down to it, I don't want to be his mate. I don't want to hang out with him and, and fucking eat scones and have cups of tea. Uh, I just want to watch him fight, man. And, and and this is the reason why there's only a couple of guys I ever hedge uh, against him when he fights um, because I like them particularly. But everyone else, man, like... As much as I think his next challenge is Dominic Reyes, who he's fighting, who's an undefeated dude, he's got this, who's who's the same sort of size as John Jones. He's six foot four, which is always one of John Jones's biggest advantages is his body. He's so much bigger and longer than the other guys he fights. This guy's a knockout puncher. He's undefeated. He's got a winning mindset. Um, he poses a lot of challenges, man, and he's a tough kid. Um, but the reason I just want Jones to win it is because I think that the future is more exciting in mixed martial arts. If Jones stays undefeated, he goes up to heavyweight, starts challenging some of the heavyweight fighters. He comes back down and fights um, Israel Adesanya next year if they're both on winning streaks and they're both still champions at that point. And I just think that that's that's um, that's the much more exciting path to go down. Whereas Dominic Reyes ends up knocking him out and getting getting up over him. I don't see him being a champion for ten years. He just doesn't. As good as he is and as tough as he is, he doesn't have that X factor um, where he could just be one of those guys that dominates the sport or a division for years and years on him. You know, and it's the same kind of reason I wanted um, I wanted Conor McGregor to, to to knock out Cowboy the other week. As much as I love Cowboy, it's just not as a, an exciting story if Cowboy wins because we know he's going to win a few, lose a few, win a few, lose a few. He's not going to become a champion. He's not going to do any of these huge, big, massive crossover super fights where you know the sky's the limit for for, for Cap, uh, Conor now because he won again. I'm always about what's more exciting in the long run for the sport. So it's the reason I'm looking for Jones to win this fight next week, and you know. You're crazy whenever you bet against John Jones. As much of a piece of shit as he is, the man is one of the best fighters to ever walk the earth. So, you know, we'll see how he goes again next week in his latest challenge. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I've got to talk about for this week. Um, a few things I am excited about. I mean, I'm back on the audiobooks and the podcasts lately. I've, I've, I've shelved the, the Wheel of Time series that, that I'm... Um, I've been, I did eight months or something. I've just listened to this, basically the Wheel of Time series on audiobook last year. It took, took a long ass time, a lot of my time up, and I really didn't have much chance to listen to other audiobooks and podcasts and shit like that. Um, 
But yeah, I've got one book left and I've shelved that for now and I'm back into other audio books and podcasts and it's giving me more inspiration and and mental stimulation as well, man, which is what I was lacking probably as well last year. But that Wheel of Time, the reason I wanted to pump out that whole series is because they got the the TV series coming out later this year, man. They're in production. They've been filming it. Um, it's sort of a fantasy uh, It's a fantasy book series, uh, much like Game of Thrones was. So the, you can imagine the TV series is going to be in the same vein as Game of Thrones, but the storyline of Wheel of Time, man, is, is by all accounts just a, a far better, far superior story than Game of Thrones was. So if they get the characters and the script and everything right this is should be just an awesome tv series and i'm looking forward to people just the average people who weren't into the, the books watching the tv series later this year and really getting into it and and hope they can do it justice and, and nail it man so um yeah badass badass uh, story man like the greatest fantasy story ever written basically so if they can get the tv series even half right should be a bloody good listen a uh, bloody good watch so yeah, looking forward to that man as well been following it on Instagram and on Reddit and they post little snippets of characters who who this character is going to be who that character is going to be got our first still screenshot of the actual set uh, one of the, the sets and, one, and a couple of the characters just yesterday so that's pretty exciting and yeah just nerding out on that one a little bit man so you guys will all get into it when it comes out no doubt uh, and if I guess that's all I've really got to say. Like I said, just a bit of a catch-up, this one. Update on the vegetarian, pescatarian, fucking 72-kilogram fucking skinny-ass motherfucker that I've turned into right now. Um, And, yeah, we'll see how we go the next couple of weeks. Um, Yeah, that's all I've really got to say, man. Episode 60 of the Average Man podcast. Heartless motherfucker. Um, Done. Over and out. Cool. See ya. Peace.